That was a funny joke. <laughs> that was a. F- <laughs> I disagree. Someone called Ray a virgin, and I said, "Nay, nay." His dick rejected a blowjob in 1998. Dude gets dude fucks. <laughs> that was a good joke. <laughs> rejected. <laughs> no, no, I don't. No, I don't want that. No, no. get out of here. <laughs> that joke's on you. It wasn't even hard to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> like a little fucking worm, surely when it rains. <laughs> Back on the ground for me. No. Was he a fraggle? I don't know. It's your dick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is a dumb hat. It was cold out. I've been uh, packing. I'm on the road tomorrow. And uh, this is the first thing I could grab. I don't care. Suck it. You look fat today, Ray. How's, how's, how's your day, man? Actually, I was naked in front of my wife today. And she said, I look like I lost weight. Doubt it. Uh, Bobby, new <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if that happened. Yeah. Is that a Dude. fucking transformer? Yeah, it is. That's Optimus Prime. Is the is that a dick next to it? Yeah, oh, it's a foot! It's a foot! It's a baby yeah, yeah. foot! Yeah, I I, uh, I frame penises and put them next to transformers. It's a thing I do. Imagine that happen for a hobby. Dicks and anybody that, anybody that comes in anybody that comes in the house, he just has it on his side table as you walk in. Uh, yeah, take your shoes off and please mushroom stamp the card. No, that's uh, actually the frame. That's actually the frame picture of uh, what you hold it with Bresnahan holding the dick. <laughs> <laughs> If only if only yeah that thing would go you know a picasso painting just went for 139 million dollars i can't imagine what uh my breslin uh i'd easily if somebody like. had it i'd easily offer him 50 dollars right now <laughs> yeah easily easily we can get a bidding war going for that i think yeah exactly i don't even know who this uh, kid you're talking about who's this kid shut up uh speaking of ghost sticks what do you say we start the show uh let's start off with the worst way possible um uh, with an opening take from ray go ahead uh, Celtics lose to the Warriors with Jason Tatum in uh, overtime, one thirty six to one twenty eight, and then the next night they play without Jason Tatum and have Christos Porzingis and score one hundred forty four points. Uh, my opening take: Christos Porzingis will be a very important piece for when they win Banner eighteen this year. Suck it, Rich! Wow, way to really plus out of that one. Uh, they they lose with Tatum and then they win without him, and then Porzingis will be good. Hot take, Ray. <laughs> Real fucking hot. Thank you. They they lose with Tatum, win with them, without them. Uh, Porzingis is good. <laughs> cool. Good one. Thank you. Good one. Uh, they will not. They may win with Porzingis, but they won't win with Joey Maz. That that is still on the table. Uh, we certainly get to some Red Sox. I'm gonna go um, uh, Celtics. I'm gonna go Red Sox with Tom Warner's full throttle. Uh, take this uh, this week talking about his, his Red Sox offseason and how they're going quote full throttle uh, and then immediately after that we learned they lied about offering the 300 million dollar uh, offer to uh, Yamamoto uh, they lied about getting a meeting with him he has not met with the Red Sox he's met with the Mets twice he's met with the Yankees twice he's got an offer from the Phillies but none of that bullshit that coming out of Fenway is true they're fucking lying to you if the Reds if baseball was uh, relevant uh, at all they, we would be tearing down Fender right now, calling for John Henry's he- head. Instead, it's a dead sport, uh, dead team in this market. And, uh, you know, it's just going by the wayside. But they're lying. They're lying straight to our faces now. They're not even uh, – they're, they're trumping it, saying the quiet part out loud. They're not even being clever about it. Full throttle. Fuck you, Tom Henry. Who? Tom Warner. John Henry, Tom Warner. I combined them. We should just oh, yeah. do that from now on because they yeah. all deserve some bucks. Just combine people Fuck into one, one bad entity. Yeah. Yeah, Richard Vine. Dick Vine. 
<laughs> dick Vine. Wow. Actually, has a good ring to it. Does anybody call you Dick? Uh, no. Like, do you have people that just come out of the woodwork and, you know, like add the nickname, even though you maybe you introduce yourself as Richard right, and they're right, like, right. hey, Dick? No, no, no. Considering it's not 1954, don't get that too often. Uh, that's too bad. Yeah, it is. Uh, I like Raymond Abkowitz. That one works for me. Fucking yeah, pedo. that's pretty solid. Fucking pedo. Uh, Bobby, your opening take. Certainly. There's a there's an interesting dichotomy going on in uh, New England sports right now. Here we have Bill Belichick on the one hand, who is uh, a little too old school for our tastes. We beg for him to be a little bit newer. And then we have uh, douchebag Missoula, who's way too new school, who we want just to have a little bit more old school. If we could just get the two of them in a room together, Joe could explain to Bill why you need to take on some newer techniques. And Bill could explain to Joe, hey, I, I need you to kind of take on some of the old school things. M maybe, maybe they could each find their way and we wouldn't have to fire them both. Just a thought. Now, they would do this, obviously, by docking. Of course. Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. That's how, another that's way. how they, they could pass the information along. Like yeah. Avatar. Like they Avatar. might not even have to be in the same room. We'll just glory hole it and they can talk through a wall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that's my work. thought. Yeah, no, it's not a bad thought. My thought when you started to talk was how off center you are in your room and that half your face is not even on camera. That's sometimes. Sometimes. There it goes. When you, <laughs> when you sway left to right, uh, we only get half of... Half of your face. Um, all right. Well, we, we could certainly talk some Patriots. They are. I am still dead inside watching that game. There was a tingle of hope as what we were watching that Patriots versus Chiefs game. Uh, get back to that in a little bit. Not a whole lot to talk about Patriots wise, but the state of Belichick, where they're going to go next. Kind of your regular stuff there. Uh, a little around the NFL. We've got some storylines pricking up, but honestly, kind of boring, kind of boring season. The league is down, in my opinion. Um and that Monday night, I agree. The Monday night game, you what didn't excite you at all? The Eagles and uh, Seahawks? That was a pretty I only good game. got to halftime, and then I fell asleep. Hmm. In your mother's house. Uh, well, well, we'll touch on that. Uh, do some NFL talk. Uh, the losing proposition, we'll get back to your new school guy, Joey Maz, and that loss to the Warriors backed up with a win. Their approach uh, still remains the same. I don't think it's got a shot. I just don't. I've got some numbers to back that up via a blog that I wrote on simplemindsports.com. Uh, the only one to do that this we week, go. several of them. I uh, haven't seen one from the Big Mac in a while. Where the hell's AJ? Uh, AJ was the last one to write one before me about a month and a half ago. Uh, there is another writer on this on this show and on this platform, but um, yet to be seen in the month of December. Uh, full throttle, touching that Red Sox dude, see if anything else is going on there. Uh, we've got a new segment here. Uh, luckily, hmm. Ray's really on his fucking A game this week and lately because this is his, another segment for Ray. Uh, this one's called "What's in Your Quay," uh, which is one of the all-time one of the all-time all civil mind sports <laughs> moments where we were discussing uh, what to watch next on Netflix. And quay? Ray said, "I'll put it in my quay." <laughs> And he meant to say Q. Uh, so just talk about what have you been watching lately? Uh, Patriots blow. Celtics are frustrating as fuck. So uh, maybe we'll dive into some more viewing habits. Uh, this or that with Chief Bobby. Christmas editions and simplest minds of the week. We've got a lot to get to. Not a lot of time. Welcome to the show. Simple Minds Sports Show. Friday Rewind, December 22nd. Merry Christmas. Shalom. All right. I think I'm going to stop being overtly mean to you, Ray. Okay, thank you. I don't see why you would do that. Depends. Depends on what he has to say moving forward. Can't imagine anything he would say would not make you want to do that. That's true. He's very triggering for me. He's very triggering. Um, speaking of triggering, if you're watching on YouTube, you're welcome. What's what's that sweater there, Ray? Oh, this one? 
Yeah. <laughs> my question—that's my, my Christmas sweater right there. That's nice. Thank you. That's nice. Uh, that's big. Blue, that's big wood. The big wood. All right. Internet, internet famous big wood with a uh, large African American man uh, <laughs> sitting on the edge of a bed uh, with his big Carl massive and gigantic Carl Winslow. Uh, Winslow hanging off, hanging off the side. Ray's got him on a sweater and a Christmas hat. Says I have a package for you uh, with his dick in a box style. Uh, nice sweater there. Uh, so you're welcome, YouTube. If you're listening on your preferred podcast platforms, uh, whatever you do, rate, subscribe, review, tell your friends, and tell your mothers. Uh, yeah. To the Patriots. Still dead inside. Uh, Bobby, we were texting about it. Uh, it was fun watching them for a second. There was, It was fun. It was fun there for a second when it looked like they had a functional offense. Shut the offense. fuck up, right? Obviously, you were texting about it, too. That was just a transition to Bobby. I wanted to get his take. I didn't a... say a No, you did it. You shook your head like, <laughs> oh, I was on that text message stream, too. Don't fucking to hide my tears, you fucking bitch. Shut up. Ugh. Ugh. That lasted like five, literally two minutes. Your yes, all right. I was texting. Uh, we were texting the game on our group text message that we have, Ray, that you are totally involved and a part of, and I would never have it any other way. I love you so much. You're the best. Didn't say a word. You're the best. Anyway, uh, there was a tingle of hope there, Bobby, at the beginning. Uh, that first drive uh, looked like we had something going on, and then boom, immediately back to uh, dead inside. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think literally what I said was it's it's weird, uh, mildly enjoying the game for a little bit and it, just not watching it and being completely and utter annoyed. I mean, it, it, again, Zappy, he blows, but at least he's out there. He's confident. He tries. And then, yeah, immediately he comes out, throws that pick. I stopped watching after that. I was just, all right, fuck this. I'm done. I just put on red zone. I didn't watch the game anymore after that. It was just, oh my God. That this, I mean, the season is, it's all, it's almost, I don't want to say unwatchable, but it took the intrigue from it. Yeah. Well, the first, it was that first drive, Ray. Uh, I know you were a part of this. Uh, so I want to include you as well. Uh, that first drive, uh, the Chiefs come down, miss the field goal. You go, ooh. Uh, and then Zappy comes out, look pretty good. Leaning on Zappy early, uh, all first half. Throw, 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 throw. Uh, they get down into the red zone. And then you got a 15 yard offensive face mask that backs them up to the 27 yard line. And that's all she wrote. I mean, uh, the the thought of scoring a touchdown in the open drive was completely shot at that point. You could feel it in the building, just like, ah. Oh. Like, it almost felt like the game was lost at that point in time, 0-0 zero, yeah. zero, with that penalty. Uh, but they go for the field goal attempt, and Cunty McFourth rounder there misses another one, another basically chip shot, hooked it to fucking Swamp Scott. You know why? Yeah, okay. you heard about the reason why? I, yes, read I, a, I saw a headline that the balls weren't inflated. Deflate gate 2.0. NFL officials yeah. uh, under deflated the balls. And that's why both Buckner that's and what's here. Uh, Cunty McGee from the fourth round both missed their kicks. And if you look at the weather report from the AFC championship game previously, Pretty kickoff uh, temp was 53 degrees uh, with a humidity of 70%. 51 degrees humidity of 70% this past Sunday. So, so you're saying we're giving Chad Riling a break here because we uh, the ideal gas law was no he, bl- oh, he blows no, no. he blows but, blows, we're, but just we're just doing this to get Brady off too. yeah yeah got it well either way as soon as you missed that the game was definitely over I went back to being completely dead inside um, and the rest of the game you know played out uh, as it should uh, obviously Bobby you mentioned the the pick but uh, same old same old I, I mean there's there's a less of the putridness. I mean, they scored 17 points. They didn't get shut out. This wasn't the peak 
a horridness of Mac Jones this season uh, in Germany or against the commanders, commanders. Or the, you know, the giants, those games, but it's still dysfunctional. It's still not tight and it's still uh, lacking talents uh, specifically on the offensive side of the ball, but don't give the defense any uh, leeway either third and long all season long is a testament of, of your defense, not being locked in and not being truly that good. And they got smoked again by Mahomes and, and the crew. Um, it's just yeah. the same shit. But we figured that. We figured that they would get. They took Travis Kelsey out of the game. Belichick's plan was take Travis Kelsey out and see if Patrick Mahomes can find someone else. Made it, and that's all. That's all it took. I mean, that's what happens when you have more than one weapon on a team. Actually, a weapon. You know, it's pretty nice to have. I mean, maybe in this offseason we can get that and address that need. But that's what it shows with the Chiefs. You know, you need those guys that can just step up if someone's having a bad day. We don't have that. Yeah, to me, it's a honestly, it's, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is generational talent. He's, you know, best quarterback in the league. He was making a lot of those plays happen. Um, but it just spoke again more towards Belichick and his failure to get this team ready to play, both on offensive and defensive side of the team. Penalties and dumbass mistakes are what this team, what their reputation it, has been last two seasons. It's the, the Patriots are weird to watch because in some ways they seem well prepared. And then another, but then, like you say, they have these just always critical errors. Like they'll be in a competitive position and then the big error will come. So I I don't know why, like at this point, it it is a trait of the team that these critical errors are always happening. So I I don't, I don't know what the the true reason is, but it is always there, whether it's a penalty or what is it? Yes, Richard, Richard. I I know the reason they suck. The players below part of it. Yeah. After that Germany game, Bill O'Brien came out and said, we have to basically teach them what offense is in the NFL they are spending all this has been the last several years without without Brady there Belichick uh, I guess has had to go back and realize oh my god you know Brady did so much I was able this is my theory Brady did so much that Belichick was able to focus on the finer details and spend time with individuals and say hey you got bagged for that holding last game here's what you want to do in that situation and focus on situational football because Brady was covering up so much and now he's he's emptied his coaching cupboard so bare that the brain drain there is down to a, a minimum I mean you had Matt Patricia coaching offense last year all of this time it, it, even if if you're in the camp that Belichick is, is still a good coach which I think he still has some to offer. He's spending so much of his time just coaching the fundamentals and basics that yes, when you get in a situation of football or you get these terrible players in these situations, um, they they don't have enough time or energy to to teach them the finer details. And that's when you get things like fifteen yard offensive fucking uh, face masks or Connor McDermott holding half of the defensive line to negate Hunter Henry's. Uh, touchdown or zap daddy he made a play on that that's a good throw or, who's this brandon schooler the next uh He's special teams captain has a, had a holding every single game for the last four games or whatever on special teams he plays four games he plays four snaps a game and he gets a holding once a game uh the punters are on more than that he sucks god damn it Punter Slater's sucks injured. Too. hopefully he never comes back and then schooler needs to get cut immediately slater needs to retire He'll, yes. He will. Uh, luckily, we got to see Alex Austin. Who? Uh, uh, some guy that doesn't belong in the NFL uh, playing because J.C. Jackson was mentally unstable or something. He couldn't make the game. Mm-hmm. Um, he had that holding, that phantom holding call that negated a fumble. Yeah, that was which, ridiculous. It was whatever, whatever, 24, 
10 at that point or something. Or there, there, it still was not going to make a difference in the game. But, you know, uh, we can get to the, the referees here in a second in our next segment because that's part of the reason why it's hard to watch NFL football. I just want to go through some of the more dumb mistakes if we haven't touched them already. Zappy's interception, Ray. Uh, Bobby just touched on a little bit. Would you like, have anything to say there? I called it pulling a Mac Jones. Another example of me admitting that Mac Jones blows that you accuse me of not. I have done it several times over the course of the year and the text chain that you are involved, invited in every single time we text you're invited Thank you. in there. Right? Thank, Thank you for throwing that out there. I appreciate that. I just yeah, want to feel included. You know, it's the holidays. I want to feel loved. I want to feel yeah. that ooey gooey <clears throat> inside. You know, how'd you like that? How'd you like that decision and throw by Zappy there on the side? It didn't give me oozy goozy in the side. It was one of those things where I'm like, well, this is my life for 2023. Just a pure disappointment. You know, nothing yeah. can be right anymore. The Patriots are now killing me from the inside for four straight years in a row. It's just like one of those. Um, uh, also, just to uh, make can completely keep the record straight, I said Zappy blows too, and he does. Just that's the example. How do you fucking make that decision? There's how do you make that? That's worst quarterback in the league type shit. Well, Patriots have two of them. Yep. At least Zappy's uh, good for two <laughs> touchdowns a game. He gets you two touchdowns. I mean, when he throws, like he's got some snap. He's not. You don't. You can't feel the uh mental fragility or the, the just the broken mental case that no. you feel every time mac jones throws the ball you go oh god that that dude's dead inside he has <laughs> been he's completely broken every time he releases the ball zappy's still got like arrogant confidence that he doesn't deserve when he's when he's oh yeah there. he 100 thinks he uh still like could be the starter next year yeah him and hunter henry are the next brady and gronk they've talked about it <laughs> do you think that the players like playing for zappy more than they did mac definitely 100%. Yeah, it shows. It just shows so much. I mean, going up for the balls more, you know, like making more of an effort. Well, it looks like they're running to the routes a little crisper. They still suck, but. But, but look, they were calling for Cunningham after Zappy sucked. They just wanted someone competent at quarterback because the defense was giving up 10 points a game and they were losing. You could have thrown anybody behind center, not named Mac Jones, and you would have got a spark. You would have got a gotten a lift. Because they had driven that kid into the ground. He was dead, dead, dead. Yeah. And Zappy had a, has had a couple good plays, but I guarantee you by the end of the season, you go ask anybody that off the record, like, fuck that. No, Bailey Zappy, out. Get him out of here. Bring in somebody competent that can actually run an offense. Yeah. They both suck. Kicker sucks. The puncher sucks. Third and long defense blows, touch than that. Uh, and then Belichick is just mailing it in. Think he's doing that purpose for the draft pick, or he just doesn't want to get blown out? Doesn't want to get blown out. I think he's managing defeat. That so it was zappy, 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 zappy all first half. They come out in the second half. He throws the pick. Punt, 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 punt. They got that late touchdown. Punt. End of end of game. It made it interesting that late touchdown though. It made you have a little glimmer of hope. Did they cover on that? Depends on what you had. It was either a push or you lost. Some people had it at 10. Some people had it at nine and a half, depending on when you put your bet down. Mm. I bet there was a lot of money on the Chiefs. I bet Vegas. I bet Vegas. I think it started at nine and it went all the way to 10, like right before game time. Yeah. Um. So there you go. Uh, <clears throat> after the game or during the game, I forget when this came out, but uh, Rapport came out with a um, report, I guess, conflicting what we had heard last week regarding Bill Belichick's future. Uh, Tom Curran kind of echoing what the sentiment has been all year that Kraft is done with Belichick. Rappaport came out and said, no, no, still undecided. 
they're not sure what they're going to do with Belichick at the end of the season. Is that just conjecture? Or uh, the bigger question for me is, will Robert Kraft get cold feet at the end of this thing? If it gets ugly, Belichick's got a year left, 20 million. He doesn't go quietly. Maybe there's a little spark. Maybe he gets some, um, uh, you know, some of his cronies in the building to go say nice words for him uh, around the building. Does Kraft get cold feet? Yep. I think he gets cold feet. Why not? If you have a little bit of spark and you know that Mac Jones wasn't the answer, that the guy that you wanted Bill Belichick pretty much to draft to be the heir apparent from for Tom Barry because obviously uh, Cam Newton sucked. But, yeah, I think he's going to get cold feet. You go on a little bit of a stretch. You win Denver. You come back home. Who do you, you play? The Bills. Well, I'm just saying, Bobby, this is my one way of saying, you know, make it a competitive against the Bills in Buffalo. And when the Jets game, I think this could be a uh, writing on the wall saying, hey, it wasn't my fault. It was Mac's fault. And that's who you wanted. Let's try this one more time. Bobby. Yeah, I agree with you, Ray. Go ahead. I I, I agree. I I almost feel like it's it's almost more likely at this point that Belichick is back next year. I think Belichick's going to they'll they'll have some sort of a meeting, uh, and Belichick will say, "Listen, it's one hundred percent the quarterbacks. They sucked. If we had competent, basic quarterback play, we would have had the same record as we did last year. If we had a few breaks go our way, if we didn't get." Uh, our number one draft pick injured. If Judon wasn't injured, if X, Y, and Z didn't happen, our record would be this. And I think Kraft will probably buy it. And maybe there's some sort of a compromise on how Bill has to handle the off season uh, to put together a better viewing product. But I almost, I kind of feel like that's what could end up happening. <clears throat> Here's the deal. I don't I, I don't think Kraft I hope Kraft cannot be duped by some slick words about how the play in the field um has been uh subpar or less than that because of X, Y, and Z and not be totally because of Belichick decisions. It's four years running. However, you've got a twenty million dollar contract to think about, you've got a PR spin to think about, and you've got uh, a timetable in which to get it done and not to disrupt your franchise even more than it already is. Combine that with Kraft talking himself into a lot of what you said to justify his means of keeping him, and I think that could be a path, along with what you said, Bobby, some type of conversation of personnel decisions have to change. We have to bring in – Billy O'Brien's got to be a part of this, bring in an offense that he's looking for, blah, 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 blah. The problem here I see is what's the end? Where's the end? Just the contract? Because he's not beating Shula next year on the contract. So we're going to keep him around two more years and hope for nine win seasons again? Well, like, for the end of what? Look, this is your probably, hopefully, only chance to flip this franchise around personnel-wise with the draft capital that you have. You're going to have a top two pick. You want Belichick to in the building for one more year making that pick? Fuck no. It's, it's almost like it, what is ownership want to do do they want to draft a young quarterback if you want to draft a quarterback at number two you need to move on from bill belichick because he's going to fuck it up if you want to just build the team and get a bridge quarterback then you could make the case it makes sense to keep bill because you're just going to get as many good players you're going to bring in an established quarterback and you don't have to worry about him developing a young quarterback so if you go that model you could say it's better to have bill I think I uh, uh, well, a lot of what you said is right, although I just flip the rationale. 
if you keep Bill for probably all the wrong reasons, you just can't take a quarterback. You just can't because he will destroy them. Exactly. That's that's my point. It doesn't make sense. But you can't even, you have to take the person, you have to take the personnel decision, offensive personnel decisions away. Like you just can't let him pick them. Would he do that though? Would he do that? Well, if he doesn't have options, like he's going to understand his landscape in, across the NFL. If he's got the Chargers and Washington on his plate, then he's got some leverage there. But if both of them are offering shit deals and no personnel decisions, and he'd rather just stay in New England, then maybe he just eats it for one year, takes his $20 million, scoops up some wins, and then goes the year after and finishes up and beats Shula in Washington or whatever. Uh, the the I think... The way a, a, a big motivation for Belichick staying here is it's just easy. It's just easier for him to stay, yeah. which is, it's, again, it's set the up. wrong reason. But you could see that happening. You could see it happening. Yeah. And and look, if they did that, if they somehow – we I know we're not high on Caleb Williams, but if they did draft high-end offensive talent and pay for high-end offensive talent – Left tackle, wide receiver, quarterback. You can see them going out there and getting seven, eight, nine wins. You could see that happening if the defense remains. Well, they the can same. easily win eight games next year. Easily. Look at the league. Look at the AFC. It sucks. And the way you finish, you're going to play the last place team in each division that you play against or a conference. Yes, they're, they're, so they'll they have an easier schedule. schedule. If they, if they, if they just have an, an average NFL offense and keep the, let's say their defense is relatively the same as this year, they'll easily win eight games. Yep. Um, I think we're all in agreement. We don't want that. Just real quickly here, if they do move on from him, obviously Dry Mayo has been rumored to be the next guy. Um, uh, Robert could be getting cold feet on that because of how poorly this team has done. Also, the newest report is that they don't think he's ready. They wanted to have him another year seasoned before he took that head coaching job, which may be another uh, reason why Belichick sticks around so they can see. I'm sure that was a a Belichick's favor to that writer for writing that. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Also, Um, did you see the reports that Belichick has been treating Mayo like shit knowing that he's the heir apparent? No, I heard reports (laughs) that Mayo is treating everybody else like shit knowing that he's the heir apparent. Uh, No, I heard, I heard uh, Belichick's. There's so many reports about how much of a dick Mayo is now. It doesn't make any fucking sense. None of it makes any sense. Well, yeah, who's that? Who's recently who's releasing that? The craft people? They know they got to get rid of fucking Mayo, so they he's making yeah. them, they're making him out look like an asshole. Yeah, it's it, it's it's ridiculous. All these different all these reports coming out now. Well, I, you know, it I look at that and go the crafts look at it and they say Mayo's not ready. We don't want him. Maybe Mike Vrabel's whispering in the air or vice versa. They want him, so hey, hey. Go go tell the media Mayo's a piece of shit. He's really he's really rubbing <laughs> people the wrong way in the building. We gotta we gotta figure a way to get out of, get out from under this guy. We want Mike. We want Mike. Vrabel's got Vrabel's the guy to come back here. You can tell you know everyone's everyone's jockeying for position at this point. Belichick, Crafts, Mayo's, they're all all their teams are jockeying for position to see what happens. I just a simple question. We'll move on. Uh, given the options, these are your only two options next year. This is it? And everything that comes with it, offense, whatever, whoever they're gonna set their staff. Mike Vrabel, Gerard Mayo. Who do you want? Vrabel. Uh, Mayo. Mm. Go on, Bobby. That's a dumb answer. Are you just being a contrarian? I, I I've seen what the the Titans suck. Uh, I don't they, want I don't want Titans East. The Titans went suck. to the AFC Championship. He's been a proven yeah, coach because, with because shit they, offense. Like he he, he took himself Marcus on Derek Mariota. Henry. 
and, and did this. That's how he got there. Okay. That's not happening again. I like Vrabel. I think Vrabel, I think you tie Vrabel to a offensive mind with a deep, with a good quarterback and and you got something. He'll bring I, Tannehill over. He'll end up being no, the starter. All of a sudden, there'll be Tennessee bums here. No, no, he no, no. That story that about Mayo is bullshit. He's a great guy. <laughs> what is Gerard Mayo's Nothing. like? Nothing. I don't. But like, Adam, you gave me two options. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you want some. You want some squid with white sneakers that runs no, in offense I motion. I want seventeen fucking guys in motion that we run college offense, shotgun, fucking RBOs. I've never been a head coach in anything in my entire life. You want Joey Maz on the sidelines of the fucking? No, I don't. I I don't want Joey Maz. Don't you dare say that. I do not want Joey Maz. You I want someone that does both things, both of them. Like I said in my opening take, both. They don't. That person doesn't exist. Yes, they do. Called mm. Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay, the the good coaches. They do it. You think McVay? I, I give you Shanahan. Do you think McVay's got that old old guy Guster in him? I don't think so. No. I see his he wife. Has the respect of He's too handsome. Players. See his wife. She fucking smoke. Yeah, that has a lot to do with it. It does have a lot to do with it. Good point. Good counter. Thank you. Uh... <laughs> Speaking of smokes, let's throw it over to headlines with the obvious one. Uh, thank you there, Richard. The Patriots lost the Chiefs at home 27-17. Uh, the Patriots fall to 3-11 now and travel to Denver to take on the Broncos Sunday night Christmas Eve. I'll be sure to be drunk by then. Broncos are favored by seven points. Celtics started a West Coast trip taking on the uh, their Achilles heel in the Golden State Warriors. They lost in overtime 132-126. Christos Porzingis didn't play. On Wednesday night, though, they traveled to Sacramento and beat the Kings 144-119. Christos Porzingis did play. Celtics take on the Clippers Saturday and then the Lakers on Christmas Day. The Bruins are not the best team in the Eastern Conference anymore. That honor is held by the team that they lost to last Saturday in the New York Rangers in overtime 2-1. They lost again on overtime to the Minnesota Wild 4-3. The Bruins stay on the road to take on the Wild and Jets before taking a week off uh, for Christmas. And the Red Sox have signed no one. And on this day in 1974, Phil Esposito uh, became the sixth NHLer to score 500 goals. This has been Headlines with the obvious one. Back to you, Richard. Thanks, Raymond. You know, I've learned my lesson. Bobby, I can't be mean to Ray. I tried to be mean to him to really light a spark, see if we get some of that that Langevin sauce. You know, when when Ray's got the right amount of sauce, we really get some good stuff out of him. Get some, but it's you a lot. Been saucy like that in a while. Yeah, last, mean, very, very, very mean to me. Last Ever week since he's lost the weight. He's got a little bit. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you. Got a little sensitive. He's lost that yeah. jolly. You know, he, he doesn't have that. And jolliness. Uh, Christmas yeah. is killing my my whole body. I just can't wait for it to be over. Well, my point was, you know, you're really uh, low energy tonight. Uh, you're not really bringing it. Um, so I, I've learned my lesson. I well, you just being mean. I, if I try to say something, no, you're I, listen. Me, if you let me say, fucking mm-hmm. finish, Ray. If you let me fucking finish. If you let me finish <laughs> talking, I was I'm going to apologize and let you know I've learned my lesson not to try to pull the sauce out of you by being mean. All right. You're a, a modern day athlete. You're a prima donna that doesn't take hard coaching. You got to be nice and pamper your little butt. It'll give you a little fucking love tap. Lose, use those wet wipes on your butt cheeks. Get, you feel, get real fucking nice and comfortable. Maybe gummy it up so you feel all nice. And, and then that's where you get all saucy. That's where we get the sauce from. Not the hard coaching, not the hard love. Do you, you use love. baby wipes when you shit, Ray? 
Uh, I got no. I got dude wipes the other day. I had in another group exchange. Uh, I was talking to the boys. Like, cherish the days you have an infant or a toddler, and you still have baby wipes around the house because when those days are gone, I've never used that. Never, never. You never used a baby wipe on your ass. Why would We've I do had that? This conversation multiple times. You're talking to me or Bobby? No, I know you. I'm talking Bobby. No, no, I have not. No. Wow. He also shits fucking turt like little. Oh yeah, little, yeah. No, he, doesn't even, he doesn't even wipe. He's got a woman butthole. No, 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 no. They're they're pretty they're pretty well put together turds. They are. I'll send you. I'll uh, around five thirty tomorrow morning. Check your phone. Okay, <laughs> we'll do. <laughs> I'd like a ruler for just for some perspective. I'll put something in the toilet for. Um, how many Keurigs? How many Keurigs is it? How many what? Keurigs. What's that? Uh, you don't watch South Park. Never mind. Uh, no, no. That's how they uh, were measuring shits by how many kitty Keurigs there were. <laughs> Bono took a huge shit. Healed the most Keurigs. Anyways, very good. Rich's band. <laughs> Sorry, another... man. No, no. There was, there was another uh, stellar swing home run, right? Uh, around the NFL, uh, shall we move on to the next segment here? Uh, I just wanted to touch on this because, uh, as you said, the Patriots are so, <laughs> so bad that I've been watching a lot of other football this year. And I got to tell you, I mean, it's better than watching the Patriots, but it's bad. Anything is. And a lot of it has to do with the refs. I've gone on this, on this rant before. Um, a lot of it has to do with college football and it ruining uh, the offense in, uh, in the NFL. Sorry. My wife is watching TV. And it's very loud. It's distracting. What is she watching? I don't know. Uh, turn what's in her quay? What's in the quay? house? What's in the quay? Who runs nice. the goddamn house? You're right, Bobby. You're right, Bobby. Uh, shut that shut that <laughs> shut that down woman the refs the refs are terrible uh it, it, it's a culmination of of uh of I'm sorry. The, league I'm sorry. Is gone. the the offense is terrible college football has ruined it uh, the player safety, quote unquote, player safety. Will Smith is a concussion movie. Has, has something wrapped oh, in Will all Smith, of that. that piece of shit. Don't even and get then, me started on he's that. Gay now? I really think he now that, he's always been gay. I really wow. think gambling has a problem. Uh, is a big problem. The fantasy football skewed the the game too offensive, and now uh, attaching themselves to gambling sites. Fantasy football in this and the spreads, I think, is a problem with the officiating on the field. It's just a bad product. It's not an entertain. It's a not a pure product replay fucked up the game it's not you're not watching a pure product it's it's it feels like it's being tugged and pulled from alternative um uh, motives everywhere across everywhere across the field throughout the whole game you're not watching a pure product bobby and i saw mcphee tug in motion the other night at your mother's house <laughs> i get it this is <laughs> Okay, you you kicked us off with a fucking awesome South Park joke, and now this is this is the joke. So that's what you're doing. You're joke doing hour. a tug emotion. No, yeah, no, I've never yeah, seen no, McBee do yeah, that before. Dicks Hi, in the mouth. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, refs suck. Are the Dolphins for real? Uh, yeah. Hero. They beat the Jets uh, with no Tyree Kittle. <laughs> I had a ref take before Ray's joke. Oh, Bobby, <laughs> please go back. Go to back it. to the ref's take. Okay, before, go ahead, Bobby. Take before the, the McPhee double fucking jerk <laughs> off motion. Fucking, yeah, take please, double well, penetration McPhee dick you. out of your mouth and give us your ref take. Go ahead. Oh, you know what? I'll leave <laughs> I agree with the you. premise Ray, shut up. that go the ahead, NFL, the NFL 
is is making it seem like the product is as it was 10 years ago during the height of it but they are lying and i i don't know whether they understand that their product isn't as good because it's not and that they need to do something to change it yeah did you catch the uh this is i think it was last week it's a little late but uh brady went on Stephen A. Smith's podcast and was like, basically the league sucks. There's a lot of mediocrity out there. Uh, and if offensive players are complaining about getting hit, it's not it's not the defensive player's job to protect the offensive player. It was basically his point. Like, learn how to get hit and stop regulating how to hit people. Like, it's football. Isn't that the Brady rule, the quarterback, uh, roughing the quarterback rule now? That was Is the that- Carson Palmer rule. Very, uh, very often misguided and, and misrepresented as the Tom Brady rule. But that knee injury uh um, it's the Steelers in the AFC wildcard game, yeah. Carson Palmer. Yeah. Bengals yes. Steelers, yes. The year hmm. before, maybe a couple of years before the Brady injury. Hmm. Was that Bernard was that Pollard that did that to Brady? Yes. The other, yes. Chiefs, yes. Oh, the Chiefs. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, I forget who the but the rule came after Carson Palmer hmm. blew his ACL in that. So it's not the Brady rule. Thank you for enlightening the misconception. Common misconception that Brady was a pussy and they got their rule after him. No, he was not a pussy, and the rule is not after him. So there you go. Uh, back to the Dolphins. Are they for real? I know that you're going to stick with your take here, Ray. You had them win in the East. I had the, an injury uh, deflating them by the middle of the season in Tua Tagovailoa. That hasn't happened. They went what? out and won 30 to nothing against the Jets uh, without Tyree Kill, who's my MVP of the league. So I ask, are they for real or are they still just smoking mirrors waiting for the bottom to fall out when the pressure mounts at, at its highest point? I think today, this week's the true test. You play the Cowboys, uh, both teams are – they both say that they can't beat teams that have a winning record. Well, guess what, boys? You both have a winning record, both leading your division. <laughs> so here we go. Let's, this is the true uh, – this test. Let's see if the Dolphins can pull it out or the Cowboys may be for real and can beat a good uh, Dolphins team. They're real enough. Like we said, the NFL is a lot of mediocre teams. They're going to be in the playoffs. So are they going to go anywhere? Probably not because when it gets cold, I I don't think they'll produce and injuries will wear down because they're star heavy. So they're real enough. I'm giving you Cowboys. Cowboys, Yeah, I think they're for real. I guess the Eagles team. I mean, I know the Eagles are on a downward trajectory right now. They but just that... lost to Drew Locke in the fucking. I know, Seahawks I know, but with still, Matt Patricia calling defense on the side. Yeah, I think the Eagles uh, they're kind of cratering right now. I know they, they like this... on the down low fired their defensive coordinator. Let me tell you something. You want to know a lock? Maybe I was wrong about the Dolphins. I think a lot has to do that with the, with the AFC and how down it is, and we have to yet to see them play in inclement weather. You want to know what a lock is? The Cowboys will not make the NFC Championship game. The Cowboys will fall short. Mike McCarthy will be fired. Bill Belichick may be the next coach of the the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys are fucking frauds. Dak Prescott is a fraud. When when the buttholes tighten, they suck. They just got blown out by the Bills, who are a little bit ticking up, but have been an underperforming team all season long. 31 to 10? Come on. They're (laughs) frauds. They've always been frauds. Dak Prescott's Cowboys have always been frauds. If McCarthy gets fired, that'll be the only way the Patriots actually get a first-round pick for Belichick. Jerry would be like, give them whatever they want. I mean, it might Southern not accent. this hooker for me. She dad. <laughs> it might not be their fault. If they're into the 49ers, you know, and they're all done. Uh, which is a question for you, Ray. Are they the team to beat? Best team in the NFL? Anybody close? Uh, 49ers? I think it's the 49ers' year. It's their year to win it all. I mean, 
they have the MVP on their team, Christian McCaffrey, who's now the odds on favor to win the award at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a guy that can actually manage the game and Brock Purdy. You got some weapons on the outside. You got George Kittle. That defense is just stingy. I love it. Fucking no one can do anything against them. Uh, yeah. 49ers are, I think are going to win it all. 49ers are a team that I don't have a problem rooting for. Like I got no, we were kind of gump growing up on the, on the tail end of, of the 49ers dynasty. You got to see Steve young, that blowout super bowl against the chargers, Stan Humphreys. Um, they were a fun team. Like I didn't Jerry Rice and I never I don't have a problem rooting for the 49ers. There's no cunt on that team that you'd be like, oh fuck that guy, you know? Yeah, no, not not particularly. Um, you know, they got the equivalent in Brady there and their Mr. Irrelevant Purdy running the team. Yeah, I can root for them. Kyle Shanahan's basically as cunty as you get. But do you think He's Kyle Shanahan cunty, yeah. do you do you think he can win it? Do you think he won't choke all over himself? That's the big question. See, I, they are the team right now. They're like the Peyton Jimmy Manning Garoppolo of the Colts. lost him the last Super Bowl. No, he started shitting down and started playing terrible, uh, calling terrible plays on offense. They could have killed the clock. They didn't. They kept giving it to the... Uh, I mean, they almost beat the Eagles without geez. a quarterback last year. I find it hard to believe anybody is going to get in their way. Honestly, I know that they're not at the top of their game, but the only team I get a chance is, is Mahomes. I think I, I I would not bet against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in the playoffs. Yeah, because I don't think the Dolphins would. Oh, I, I think would if really the just... Bills get hot, they 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 can go toe to toe with them. If Who? the Bills get hot and get in the playoffs, I think they could easily go to the Super Bowl if they get in. Problem with the Bills getting hot going into the playoffs is uh, Josh Allen's blockhead is constantly just an That's ice a problem. block of ice. A problem. So it constantly cools them down in all the wrong all the wrong times. No, it's it's. You want parody? You're back to parody here in the NFL as uh, the Patriots dynasty has officially come to an end four years ago, and the Chiefs dynasty never was a thing, and we're seeing that now. Uh, this is what parody is. It's just parody of mediocrity. There's no mm-hmm. top teams uh, uh, battling. You don't have a Manning versus Brady, an Aaron Rodgers versus Drew Brees. You don't, you don't have it. Is it either. only because there's no quarterbacks, like you're saying? It's, is it really a quarterback problem? College football's fucking problem, Bobby. Ooh. That's why. That is we fucking been over this. We've been over this problem. We've been over this. They're not groomed into. They're doing this pro style bullshit shotgun. They don't know how to line up under center and actually. They don't coach offense. They Mm -mm. coach a bunch of dim witted fast guys to run around like their fucking heads off and then throw it fifty yards down the field and get an offense. Get a defensive pass interference. That's the NFL. RPOs and pass interference. It's not wrong. It's not wrong, Bobby. Gross. I, it's Chip Kelly's fault. Oh, nice segue, Rich. Uh, you sent us that Chip Kelly saves college football. Uh, yes. It was beautiful. Press conference. Do you remember the snapshot? Do you remember just off the top of your head? Uh, you take all 168 teams and basically put them in, in one. Yeah, he wanted hey, to you have a West Coast team. For the power five. Yeah, you have a West Coast team and a uh, West Coast division, East Coast division. So you still, like, uh, UCLA would still play USC, uh, Arizona. Uh, Washington and shit like that, and then you'd go out of conference, kind of like the NFL. So you'd go and play like a Syracuse and North Carolina, uh, Florida State. So you can still get uh those big money games on the East Coast side, but still play your rivals, so you can get that big money and having like uh homecoming and shit like that. I think it's a genius idea. I mean, everyone's getting paid. And then he said, obviously at the end of it, you got to pay the players. I mean, they're bringing all this revenue in and. Maybe the, meal the idea eat. of it yeah. was to spread the money out away from the big five conferences and just to make it uh, an open. Correct. An open it's game. like a league. It's, it would be like a league, 164, 62 team league. 
he didn't want he he didn't want the um like so SEC football that obviously can travel everywhere, but he didn't want to have to, you know, the SEC, uh, like the Alabama swimming team doesn't have to fly to play like to go there. They, the, the, the swimming team still just plays local. It's only football. So right. that that's why it just, just football takes part in this, not the other schools. I mean, Charlie Baker basically, um, proposed that just on a smaller level, though, all the best teams basically go do that. Yeah. You know, your, your top, your top teams. Um, but why not? Why did I just do it all? Well, yeah, you're going to, I mean, you're going to get a lot of your power five conferences that are sucking up all that money that stop it from happening. And whoever's, oh, of course. So I'm just saying it'd be, but, the strings. wouldn't yeah, it? No, it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. The boosters are like paying like top dollars to say, oh, fuck, I've never seen Alabama play, name a dream opponent that they've never played before. And how much money the boosters would throw at that. I mean, Schools would make hand over fist, like the big ones, obviously. And then you could still get the little guys. Like they were saying, like you'd have to go play like the Mountain West or a fucking Sunbelt team or something like that in order to be part of this whole thing. You'd think they'd still be able to figure out the money. Like, you know, you understand what's driving ratings. Like, just Oh, of course. It, that's why, they, that's why uh, I think Chip Kelly was saying, like, you still have those rivalries. Like Texas, Oklahoma, you could still have going on because Texas is obviously leaving now. Uh, or... Uh, Ohio State, Michigan's a big draw. Another one, uh, Washington, and I believe Oregon's a big one. But Oregon's leaving, isn't it? Or no? Yeah, they're going to the Big Ten. Yeah. So, oh, I think the problem go. with that model is uh, schools will probably end up giving up too much control. It's all about control. So they're they're not going to want to change a model where they have more control over the product. <clears throat> Just give control of the big, like, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's isolated to your conferences now, and that's where all the money is, and that would end up getting spread out. But, you know, just you let the collusion and, and all of it happen. It's already happening anyway. You know, the people at the top will figure out a way to make the money fun of the top. They always do. Well, that's why they, like, you've heard how they're trying to – the school is trying to take back – not get rid of NIL, but just flat out pay the players. Yeah. So they're not being paid by the third party so they can then control the athlete again. Yeah, and Chip Kelly – he said that too. Like mm -hmm. the, but that idea is all that TV money, the SEC network gets, the ACC network gets, just make it all one contract. That's your problem. <laughs> That's where they don't want to lose control. The SEC TV money is just for SEC. They need like and a college sports that. TV so they could just get one big revenue share of that. Yeah, like one, like like they have the CBS like of course, yes, NFL yes. contracts. Right. Except East Bumfuck University can't get the same amount as Alabama. Then how do you determine what that is? Like it's not you can't have NFL profit sharing, MLB profit sharing across 168 universities. Yeah. But you could also do and they're making all the money. You could do the Alabama versus bumfuck university, like opening a game. You know how you always want to play that fucking scrub team. Well, now there you go. There's your chance so they can be a part of it and they get like a percentage of that out. revenue. Yeah, yeah, there's your payout. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, you'd have to somehow you'd have to somehow come up with the percentage of revenue across the tv that would make the big power teams happy yeah and east bumfuck you would get 0.0001 of that and then how do like how do they climb that percentage ranking like do you tie in the the, the revenue the profit sharing with your success within the 168 team yeah. league like that'd be that'd be a big ass fucking mountain to climb for tuscaloosa state you know to get to get into that top 10 revenue tv revenue you know yeah. Yeah. Interesting thought. It is.
college football stupid. Uh, quick break. Really excited to get to this text message Bill sent us in Simplest Minds of the Week. Did he? That is a good one. That's your MVP. MVP of the league, MVP of ladies' hearts and ovaries. Uh, let's do a little Celtics talk here. Raymond? Let's shout. Celtics shall we? lost with Tatum on the court. They won without Tatum on the court. And Porzingis is good. He's very good. Hot take there from Ray to start the show off. Um, not going that direction. Not going the they win without Tatum. I think that's a dumb direction. I don't uh, think that's a uh, that's the not the direction I was taking. I was oh just, no, Ray, you made that very clear with your. No, I did not. I said your... that pretty much that Christos Porzingis is going to be a key asset for the rest of the season if they want to win Banner eighteen. Obviously, with him on the court, it opens up a lot more things. Brown had a huge fucking game because basically the more the focus goes on Porzingis leaving these lanes open. I mean, if Tatum was there, he would have had a great night too. I'm just saying Porzingis is a big key for the Celtics team. He was he's. A fucking monster. He can bring the big man outside because he's a threat from outside. He can take the man inside. He played fucking uh, Sabonis pretty fucking well the other night. He was blocked. He had five blocks, Sabonis. I believe. Yeah, I-, I think Porzingis is a huge key for this fucking team to go all the way. I don't disagree, and here's why: because uh, Joey Mazzola's philosophy and three point barrage um, very well could sink this team. Absolutely could sink this team. The only way that they overcome it is um, is Porzingis, but really the absence of Marcus Smart that allowed for Porzingis to come in here and be a part of this. And basically what I mean by that is the only way they the, the, talent, if talent shines at its highest level, then they can overcome this Joey Missoula three ball philosophy, live and die by the three. And they might, they're, they're that good. And Porzingis is that important. And they are that much better when all five of those guys, six of those guys are on the court. Um, But this fucking guy still may sink the best team in the league with his philosophy of firing up 58 three pointers. Is that what it was? I was just trying to look that up. Golden state warriors. Here's Here's some statistics for you. Okay. I did the math. I actually did this, wrote it down on paper, so it's probably not that accurate, but it's pretty close. Um, Here's the facts. The Celtics have lost six games this season. In four of those games, they've shot less than 30% from from three. And the other two losses, they've shot 32%. um, from And the other two losses, they lost by three points each. 106 to 103 and whatever it was. The other one. So... That tells you that when the Celtics shoot under 30% from three, they are guaranteed to lose. And this goes back to last season, too. It's a guaranteed loss. But if they shoot over 30% from three, it's not a guaranteed win. They've only had three wins this season, three or four wins, three games this season, which they shot under 35%. So only three times in their 21 wins have they shot between 30 and 35% from three point. All the other wins, they've shot over over 35% from three-point line. So essentially, for the Celtics to win basketball games, they have to shoot 36% from three or better. They average 43 threes a game. That's number one in the NBA. You know what their three-point percentage shooting is? 33%. 15th. 15th in the NBA. First in attempts, 15th in in, uh, three-point shooting percentage. Their total points per game is eighth. 
That's where you lose me, Missoula. That's where you lose me. That and in key clutch uh, uh, game situations and in the playoffs. Your math, your your philosophy is spread out over an 82-game season. If you shoot uh, more threes than twos, you make 36% of your threes over 66% of your twos. The math works out that you will win 55 games. Fine. Fine. But when you get to the playoffs, here's some more math for you. Follow me on this. Uh, Last year's playoffs, the Celtics failed to record 30% or better uh, from the three-point line four times. Three of those were losses. The one win was game six in Miami where Derek White miraculously put the game-winning put back in. They shot 20% from three in that game. And Marcus Smart hucked up the last one and bricked it and did Derek White. That should have ended the series. The other three losses in which they shot under 30%, all were the heat. Hmm. So they smoked the other two. They uh, they beat the 76ers. They, they were shooting like 48% or something from three against miss, the 76ers yeah. team. And they, won, and they still needed six games to win that series. They smoked the Hawks in four before that. But they're shooting in the mid-40s in those first two rounds. They see the, They see the heat, and they lose four games. And that's all you need. That's all you need in the playoffs is four losses to that team. So the whole point here is a lot of numbers, and we don't do numbers on the show. The analytics don't match up in the playoffs because your sample size is truncated down to a seven-game series. It doesn't work. Never mind the fact. So right now, <clears throat> they're on a clip of, of, not, of shooting under 30%, 15% of the time. To win a championship, you got to play 28 games max, four series of seven games. Do you know what 15% of 28 is? Four. You didn't give me time to answer. Four. Sorry. Basically what that means is if they stay on this current trajectory and they go to games, game sevens across the entire uh, playoffs to get to the NBA finals, there's four lost. There's four games in there in which they shoot under – 30% from three, which we've determined are guaranteed losses. How much you want to bet those four games come to the same exact team that apply pressure at the right points at the right time? Like it's happened the last two years. Are you saying like Eastern Conference Finals? Do you think that's going to... Kind of like that. Kind of like it happened the exact same way last year to oh. Miami Heat. Hmm. What if team that's you- not an analytical driven pile driver of Joey Missoula's ass for why this shit doesn't fucking work that I did on my little notepad, my dumbass, no math having brain did on my notepad in an afternoon. I don't know what is. And then you go out and shoot 58-3, shoot 29% against the Golden State Warriors and let them come back from 17 down where your butthole shrinks again. With Curry on the bench. Shitty Warriors team. Five fouls for Curry and he buries you with a guy second three. They still haven't learned how to win. They still haven't learned how to execute in the crunch. They still haven't learned how to identify. Uh, uh, Bobby, you've been all over this. Uh, 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 and uh, I never saw through his bullshit, okay? And it's very satisfying to hear everybody else start to finally come on board. They, I, uh, t- two weeks into the season, I'm like, well, what? what is this? What am I watching? What is this? No, no, this is all wrong. No, 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 no. Yeah, um, it's frustrating to watch. It's frustrating to watch what's really funny. Jalen Brown came out after. I don't. I don't know if this these comments came out after the Warriors game or after they beat San Francisco, um, Sacramento, where they came back and crushed Sacramento. And Ray Porzingis was just dominating the paint. I mean, they just couldn't stop him. But Jalen Brown, 
after Missoula came out after the Warriors lost and said, everything looks great. 58 threes, no problem. 41 misses, a lot of them were open. No biggie. That's what we're looking for. A lot of open shots. We'll take that. Jalen Brown came out and said this, quote, in this Warriors game, we missed a lot of shots, missed some easy shots at the rim, a lot of wide open looks, Brown said after the game. But I feel like we settled at times. We could have been more aggressive getting to the paint. We settled for a lot of threes. Spoken like a basketball Plus, player. Sam Hauser he's also. Actually, he's actually playing the game. Well, here's what that feel look, played. Here's what that says to me. And and I truly honestly believe this. I don't I, I really have my doubts that they the Celtics can win playing this type of basketball with Joe Mazzula as their coach, who has no feel for the game, no understanding how to get his team out of ruts, no understanding uh, how to to turn a tie to to change moment, momentum, which in the NBA is really your only job as an NBA coach in game is to call the timeout at the right time and get your team focused again and playing the right way when they lose focus on on the court. Joe Mazzula has none of that. So I really, and less talent over, and this is this is what goes. Maybe they have a chance if the players just go, "Fuck you, man!" Like you don't know what you're talking about. We're on the court. We'll do what we want. That's a recipe for disaster. Generally, when your players and coaches aren't on the same team, but you probably need that in this case if you're the Celtics. Unless somehow you go on a 16 game stretch where you shoot 50 percent from three, and then no one's touching this team, but you know, when's it's not going to happen. And I'm talking what, about the playoffs there. What, what would make you change your mind on Joe Missoula? Both, both of you. If they start playing through Christoph Porzingis in the paint, if if in a, a seven-point game with three minutes left against the Golden State Warriors where Chris Paul and, and Stephen Curry are out there, if Jason Tatum gets on the block seven possessions in a row and they run it through him every single time to exploit the defense that's on the court the same way the Warriors did with Steph Curry switching onto Al Horford six possessions in a row for six fucking shots in a row it's just coaching it's everybody can see it start doing that start doing the the the, the very obvious things at the end of games to win them and that'll change my mind if Bobby? I actually saw him hold the little white uh, clipboard where it has like a little drawing of a three-point line and a key on it and saw him use a little marker and draw something up where it's called a play and then they go fucking run it at the end of the game, maybe if I for once saw him do that, I would change my mind. So Raymond? no and no for both of you. Okay, fair enough. Correct. Do you, th- you're, you're the one with hope here. No, I just I think the three ball is killing the NBA, and I think it's going to kill the Celtics down the line. Obviously, like you said, you're going to play a team that is figuring them out, has a good perimeter defense, and this team is going to choke in the playoffs, either Eastern Conference Finals or Finals, if they don't change their ways and start driving to the hoop. I think Jalen Brown kind of threw it out there, like you said, with that uh, quote he had the other night. Like, yeah, sometimes the threes don't fall, but if we can you know, facilitate the ball inside and get the ball inside with Porzingis and Horford and be have those lanes to be able to drive. I think this team would win a lot more games than they're going to this season. Yeah. And you know, you make a good point. The rest of the NBA, they all, they all play that way too, but the teams that you have to worry about 76ers, it looks like I've learned how to play with Maxi and Embiid. Mm-hmm. They're, they're a different style of play. Um, the Bucks with Giannis in the paint and then, you know, Dame Some who can asshole, play Giannis. outside. Son and asshole Giannis, and then uh, Denver, and even the Lakers to a certain extent, if they continue to play the way, the uh, way that they're playing. The in season champs. In season champion. Uh, yeah. The way the Lakers, they're going to fall apart. Oh, yeah. They're not even going to make the playoffs. It's going to be fucking hilarious. They're going to make the playoffs. 
I think they're the eighth seed right now. I mean, the war, the Lakers. I think they're the eighth seed. I don't know. I haven't looked. I haven't paid that much. I thought they were better than well, that. Keep talking. Um. Anyway, uh, very um, still a frust- frustrating to be a, a Celtics fan. Although I will say, I'll end on a positive note. Uh, when they played, here's a little shining bit of hope. They did win back to backs against or the Orlando. Who was Achilles' heel for most of the season so far? Yeah, they had something to prove against Orlando, and then in both of those games, they played uh, beautiful basketball. I mean, the ball was zipping was around; nice. they weren't settling for three. They just outclassed them, and then they did the same thing to the Cavs two games in a row. Just another team that had the executed, number. executed, 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 and and it was really great to watch. And then they go out against Sacramento, and they impose their will in the third quarter. Like they still just have so. There are positive signs. They just have to prove that they've gotten over their shortcomings, which, in my opinion, have not yet. Uh, and then lastly here, RIP Eric Montrose. North Carolina, great. Eric Montrose. Eric Montrose, uh, part of the you know, the 90s Celtics team we grew up with on the heels of Larry Bird, never really understood the greatness of the Celtics. I believe he we won a had, national championship. We just had to deal with the dregs of the league that were the Boston Celtics, Eric Mont. Yeah, during yeah, this- the prime of the NBA, when the Celtics blew, yeah, <laughs> they were they were horrible. And this is how you know. Uh, no, all respect to Eric Montrose, but like he was a guy. For the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was like one of the one of the names, Eric Montrose. Him, there was like D- Dana Barros. Yeah, that was. That Remember was- when Vin Baker was on this team? Oh, it was Vin Baker and Eric Montrose for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the, the peak of that before Pierce, Antoine Walker, Walter McCarty. Um, I love Walter. Is it Tony Batiste? Yep. Tony Batiste, yeah. Eric Williams. Uh, Tony Delk. Tony Delk. Tony Delk. Good bowl. Kenny Anderson. That's Our when hugs. they were like, okay. Like they were winning 35 games a year. Mm. Yep. Yeah, dealt with a lot of shit there. Uh, all right. Afternoon delight. Little Red Sox talk here, full throttle. I basically I touched on all of this in my opening take. It's uh, it's a similar baseball rant for me. I'm not going to do the whole thing. I'm not, not going to get all worked up about it. it. It's just the 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 addition here to the regular baseball is dead and the Red Sox suck and it's and it's a tragedy what John Henry is doing to this team now. The addition to this is the blatant lie that they just told everybody about Yamamoto. They they reported that they were going to have a meeting with Yamamoto that they and they They're didn't flying them in. They're flying them into Boston they to fucking have an interview. They had a nothing. they had a report, Raymond, that they offered him a $300 million contract. Plus, 300 plus is north of $300 million. And they yeah. just didn't. Mm-hmm. Fucking lies. Tell me just lies. Blatant. Tell me sweet little lies. Blatant lies directly mm-hmm. and then this cunt tom warner has the gall to come out and talk to whoever the fuck he was talking to and tell the public and the fans that the red sox are quote unquote full throttle this offseason are you fucking shitting me how's that going the phillies with who like basically have no money you know they even tossed their hat in the ring for yamamoto 
after the Mets are meet, whining and dining with him twice, the Yankees whine and dine with him twice, the Dodgers are sitting back, probably going to sign him regardless of whatever the fuck else goes on. And the Red Sox have the gall to say they're full throttle after lying right to your face about meeting with this guy and offering him a contract. That's next level. That's next fucking level. I don't understand how you can be a fan of this team and not be totally outraged that Hey, yeah, guys, we're gonna we're gonna make a valiant effort this offseason. We know we've sucked. We come in the last place in the ALEs uh two times in a row now, and let's do something to turn us around. Oh, we're gonna offer this Japanese sensation 30 three hundred million dollar contract. We're gonna get back on the right track. And it was a complete bullshit lie. Like howlers and people just storming down, protesting, tying themselves up and not eating Fenway Franks. Oh, by the way, we're gonna um Ticket prices are going to go up five percent this year to deal. With yeah, I saw that too. The fucking they're raising ticket prices. That's a fucking insane. <laughs> Justified. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't mean I don't I don't know what the uh, I don't know what the, uh, the the solution is. John, they sell. I mean, they're going to have to get shamed into selling. But the Fenway Sports Group is becoming so powerful and so diversified. They're getting the PGA now. That's going to just they're just going to be printing money. They're, they, they're not, there's going to be no incentive for them to sell that team. You see how bad pe- the Penguins are this year, too? Yeah. Liverpool sucks, too, right? Not – no. They're no, all right. No, they're fine. I think they're top four in the Premier League right now, so they're fine. Well, soccer's stupid anyway, so it doesn't matter. It just – I'd take that back. Been getting into it a little bit. Talk, to you, talk to you about it when we get into what's in my quay. Oh, uh, I already know why it's in your quay. Well, well, that's enough baseball talk. Uh, the point here is the Red Sox lied directly to your face um, through the reports in the media. Yamamoto's not coming here. Uh, and now they're the odds on favor to land Jordan Montgomery, who, if they did sign him, would be an overpayment for the wrong guy. Uh, newsflash, tick, 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 tick. They're not signing him either. They're not signing him. There's something like $75 million before they get to the luxury tax. They're running out of fucking guys to get there. They're not going to, people. They're not going to. Bottom third in spending this year. This year. Watch. Watch, which is weird because isn't it a uh, break on the tax break or whatever Bill was saying to us? Like the luxury tax reset now because they were under. Oh yeah, they're way yeah. reset. They've been under for yeah. uh, since last year. They're yeah. they're they're good to go. Yeah, they're good to go. They can do whatever they want. They're also the Boston Red Sox. They're worth five billion dollars. Yeah, and they want to be the Oakland A's. Sell the team, John. Quick break. We'll talk about a little bit. What's in your quay? All right, man. I'm excited for this. I don't know what you're going to bring us. I know you're going to. You're also going to be editing this show. I had a, I had a nice edit uh, into this. I was going to use. I have YouTube. it. I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going to do that too. I'm really excited to see Ray's edit too. It's going to be great. It's I got this. Like... I got this storage thing. I got two terabytes of fucking extra two state. terabytes. Now we solved the problem of where to save it. No, he just has to execute it. You know, you actually... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, see yeah I hope happens. you've uh, <laughs> given yourself plenty of time to work on this. I did. Uh, I got it till about uh, 1 o'clock tomorrow morning. So let's do this. It's going to be when, you know, your kid puts in a crayon project. All right. Um, Thank you. What's in your quay? Do you, do you have an idea for this, Ray? I threw it on your plate a little bit. 
I saw that. Uh, I think we should just do a roundtable discussion. Uh, three of us, three uh, plays that we have in our. Uh... Well, look at uh, let me let me do it. Seeing as you're uh, blustering and blowing the, blowing this, uh, of course, the, yeah, absolutely. The what's in your quay <laughs> obviously came up from the uh, all time clip in some mind sports when you talked about when we were talking about shows to watch, and I gave you a couple, and you said, "Cool, I'll put it in my quay and watch it this weekend." And I went, "Did you say fucking quay?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You yeah, said I, I sounded it out. Yeah. It's Q, obviously, put it in the queue to watch. Mm. But then also, very often, you're uh, generally you talk through Bobby and I on our text chain, which you're invited to, Ray. Thank and you. you talk to Bill and say, hey, Bill, have you watched this stupid fucking show? And he's like, oh, yeah, that was awesome. You want to uh, dock with me and play fucking good video games together? And you're like, yeah, bring over the fucking week. Here we go. Here so we go. We're finding out why damn, Rich is so fucking mad. I didn't involve nipples. him in asking him if he fucking watches a certain show. Here it is. On the table now. Now we finally figured it out. I'm sorry. I will start saying, hey, guys, instead of, hey, Bill. Oh, I don't care about that. It's just no, you do. You fucking do. It just came out through your little rant. It came out that you're upset that we didn't include you, that I talked through you. I get it. Fine. Yeah, I'm very hurt. I'm very broken down over it. Broken up over it. Uh, my point is that you're always talking about it. And you're always watching some stuff, and it, your genre does not – the quay does not sway. You are lockstep in, in the shit that you watch. And yeah. I'm not saying that it's all bad. I'm just saying that you don't really move move away from it. So I think it would be a really interesting case study if we just did this every once in a while yeah. to point to pinpoint where you're at. Oh, then, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, Bobby and I can throw a couple things in there too if we got anything yeah. to talk about. So let's hear it, Ray. What's, <laughs> uh, what's the latest in your quay? Uh, it's an older show, but I am fucking hook, line, sinker, Homeland. Homeland has been <laughs> religiously every night for the past maybe month. I'm on season six now, uh, episode nine. I just finished eight before we started recording. It's just one of those things I have to watch at night. It's just, it's captivating. I like it. I like the whole uh, CIA's dirty and all these like ploys and backdoor deals they're making with terrorists and shit like that. It's just very entertaining for me. Edge of my seat kind of thing. I love it. You yeah, I've seen Homeland. I don't think I saw the last season, but yeah, that was, that was a good show. Yeah. Homeland was good. Homeland caught me. Um, middle, middle seasons were meh. Oh. Ooh. Season five? fucking banger season six banger four i'll give you four but five and six have been very good so the middle just maybe one <laughs> i think i don't think two is great four yeah two three four were a little bit meh. one was awesome and then actually five and six were great too i think it, i are also read I'll just on reiterate it. the mid mid were meh yeah, yeah. I read, I believe I read that that was supposed to be like a one season kind of thing, but then the success of it was so great that they were like, oh, fuck, now we have to keep going with this. And that's why Brody kept coming back and they had all these weird stories with him and shit. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. As soon as they killed him off, it got a little better. Um, Agreed. Carrie. Yeah. Carrie, Carrie Matheson. Carrie Matheson. She's Claire fucking, Danes. She's fucking crazy. I think she's crazy in real life. She is Juliet from Romeo and Juliet. Never seen it. Leonardo DiCaprio. Should I put that in my quay? That's an old school. Not worth it. No. In the quay. What else you got? Uh, so obviously you know I like wrestling. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring. I don't know if you ever heard of it. I love. I you know what I like is how his voice got a little bit lower, a little bit quieter, a little bit shameful. Nah, I fucking I love that. I mean the stories they tell about like the true shit that happened behind the scenes and uh, I watch, 
I watched the one about Doink the Clown the other day and how he was just fucked up all the time and Doink th- the Clown. Yeah. Sorry, they don't have the one wrestler? on. T- yeah, I don't. Uh, they don't have one on Tataka yet. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, Doink the Clown. Well, they should. Would you narrate? He was it for my them? favorite wrestler as a kid. I know. That's why I'm making fun of you because I I'm aware. Yeah. You know, okay. Well, no, they had the Crispin Waugh story where he murdered and killed himself afterwards after he murdered his family. That's a good one. Uh, the Owen Hart one that would probably get you going. You might like that one. The Ultimate Warrior, how he was a fucking dink. Your no? cue blows. All right. <laughs> what else you got? Uh, one that you have on there. It's uh, Welcome to Wrexham. That's a very fucking good show. I like the the uh, people from Wrexham. I didn't know that there were whales. I thought it was in England, and then I started watching it. And I'm like, oh shit, it's actually in Wales, and didn't Wales know that. Is kind of England. It's like the same thing. It's just a different oh, part of England. It's don't say a fucking that. country, Bobby. It's yeah, Bobby, respect. and they have a fucking different language. It's the United they, Kingdom. It's all they, really one thing. They speak the Welsh. Welsh. Are just a little uppity and cunty about it. It's the same thing. Can I tell you about something about uh, Welcome Wrexham? But first, very captivating. Uh, uh, we really liked the show. I got through the second season. Um, so you saw not, Meet the Queen. Like, the king idiot no um, i thought they bet the queen before she died no it was the no, king no, no she died it was the king um here's here's the thing the, can't wait for the queen Ryan reynolds uh rob mcgahoney very likable guys uh one brand of of humor from them on that show mostly from ryan Reynolds. like i'm a big always sunny in philadelphia fan so there are times where you can see rob mcgahoney's like always sunny side oh yeah come, and he's like I've listened to their podcast and he, I guess he's, he has a reputation of being kind of a, a hard ass when it comes to negotiating the business and like, just like, just being given to you straight. And you can see that side come out of him a little bit in that show. But Ryan Reynolds is just constantly this self-deprecating fucking Sexy, goofy kind of joke. fucking awesome like hair. Constantly. Handsome, uh, debonair, fucking just. That would and be it's my not gay quite on lover. my nerves the way he does it, but it's just a little bit hokey. So handsome. I don't like Reynolds. I think he's yeah. kind of a douchebag. You're a fucking douchebag. I don't think he's a douchebag. He Thank just... you. Maybe that's not the word, but I don't like him. I, I, he, for Jealousy me, is I, an ugly color on you, Can I get a word out, Ray? It just there's just a there's just a, a trouble of getting to its true authenticity from watching that show. Do you think like you I, deserve it? I I think the viewer deserves it. No, Ryan Reynolds can do whatever he wants. He's the sexiest man alive. I don't think he is. Wasn't uh... whoa whoa? You don't think Ryan Reynolds is the sexiest man alive? Nope. I mean they vote on who it. would be who would be Bobby? Oh, no, sh- I want to hear this. I Bobby. don't know who is. I just know he isn't. Not it's him. To, it's not Reynolds. Like if a tree falls in a forest kind of thing, you're trying to tell me right now? Well, it's just not Reynolds. Bullshit. It's not him. It's I, due to his his unlikable personality, which makes him unattractive. I think he has a great personality, which even makes well, him his look could, even better. You should write him a love letter and attempt to have sex with him. You I should like throw, pursue uh, that dream. I like to throw Bailey Zappi's name in for the sexiest man of the line so he can win something. Here's the other part about that show that uh, triggers me a little bit. The whole show, they, the 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 league, the soccer league, is so bad that there's there's no television broadcast. So all of the footage is from their YouTube documentary. Ch- it's YouTube channel, pretty much. Yeah. Well, no, it's their documentary, so it just looks like a movie. So I'm watching it. You co- combine that with the fact that they're playing on well, most of the times, except that they're in Wrexham. 
like high school fields a lot of times. Like they're mm-hmm. just like cheap fucking nets. And I'm like, is this fuck? Is this real? Like, are they actually out there playing? Like they're professional soccer players. Some of these guys are making really real money um, because they overpaid to get out of this fucking stupid league. And they're going up and, and playing in front of like tin bleachers on real movie cameras. It just looks like a movie. Like they, like they um, staged it, staged it. Thank you. You're welcome. Do you get that? Did you get that? Like watching it? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Like it didn't feel like I was watching a game, a match. I just loved how drunk the locals get. Like they go to the bar at like nine in the morning and start drinking. Oh, taps. Uh, the kegs are open and blah, blah, blah. And they start drinking. I'm like, that's, I wish we had something like that. I wish we had the love of one localized sport where you just had that camaraderie. All four sports wrapped into one. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, th- I think that's kind of interesting. I like that idea too. I like that dynamic of European soccer. Like that's fucking amazing. Like how they march down the street before games. They have all these songs about like, oh, your best player sucks this guy's dick because she's gay and we don't like him, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, that's fucking <laughs> amazing. Yeah, that is the cool part of it. It's a, it's a cool cultural experience. And they're just like openness to throwing down pints at any given oh, time. fuck yeah. It's yeah. a bucket list item for me is to go see a Premier League game. But that's the whole point. Like you're over there, yeah. uh, a pint is kind of semi cold and it's three and a half percent. So you just throw it down. I wouldn't all call day. it semi cold. I call it semi warm. It's piss warm. Thank you. You didn't better Wales. Wales shit talking. Yeah, Bobby, say something in Wales, Bobby. Yeah, clacking hunt. Um, I'll throw what pain painkillers. Ray, you watch that? Great, I still got show. to the whole thing. Painkillers is good. But that was you know true story about the opioid epidemic. Uh, yeah, uh, and Pain Hustlers is a movie with Emily Blunt, who's probably my favorite actress at this time. You guys like Emily Blunt? I like Emily Blunt. Yes. Really do do you see Mary Poppins yet with Mary- Emily Blunt? No, because I don't watch. I don't know. Uh, Chris Evans. Oh, I'll throw him in the ring for Sexiest Man Alive. I'll take him over. Over. Uh... He's from Massachusetts, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. he's a good number two then. He's also Captain America. Yeah. Not anymore. It's true. Um, those were good. That is, uh, there's all kinds of shows in that uh, in the on the uh, oxycontin opioid epidemic now. Seeing as yeah, you just drive down Elm Street, you can see the whole fucking pain hustle, <laughs> yeah. painkiller. Yeah, I mean, history will tell the the time of that we're in and how they're. They just came to a settlement that I think the Supreme Court is going to throw out to try and get more money from those fucks. Mm-hmm. What's his name, Richard? Uh, Richard, no, no, family, the doctor, Dr. Richard, yeah, Richard Feynman. No, that's Friedman. That's the end. That's the big, I can't remember it now. Yeah, anyway, the last one I'll throw on the quay, unless Ray, you had one, it was uh, Apple Show Slow Horses. This is another uh, so Native American. No, (laughs) this is about Bobby's retarded horse. No, this is set in Britain. Next, this is it's next to Wales. They killed those. They killed off those natives a long time ago. Fucking right. way, way long time ago. Um, no, it's a it's a MI6. It's a spy show. Oh, slow yeah. horses. What a weird name. Good, yeah. Well, it's it's all slow horses. Is, is the uh, hmm. segment of the MI6 of the of the rejects that just get kicked out and they go, they're still part of it, but they're just a bunch of fucking losers that work out of a shithole. And, you know, every season they get thrown into some, you know, crazy plot. Um, it's good. Highly recommended. Uh, have you seen Squid Games? The actual Squid Games uh, the game reality show? reality show thing? No. 
I watched it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I didn't watch the show. I'm not going to watch that. I'm just. You never watched Squid Games? The the show is good. No, you should watch. Come on. Isn't it like? Isn't it like? uh, uh, End of days, like uh, dystopian fucking. Hunger nope. Games, like people kill no, you. No, no. It's like Hunger Games, but it's not like you're winning. It, so like, people yeah, like so the they are in is... so much debt that they have to go in. Yeah, they're trying to like pay off their debt, pretty much. But like with death as a penalty. Well, they don't know that until they get there. So like, let's say there's like a thousand people, and like, so the, the when each person dies, like that adds a thousand dollars to the pot, and then when you're there at the end, then that individual wins the pot. But there's a lot of other different subplots. It, it's a good show. Is it is it overdubbed? Yes. Over what? Yes. It's a Korean show, right? Yeah. Oh so yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And there is see. subtitles. I'm not watching that shit. Oh, oh never gonna watch it. Anybody else? Up. Anybody else? Quay? Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Ted, uh, Welcome to Wrexham is basically the real life version of Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, yeah. If you like Ted Lasso, you'll like Wrexham. Vice yeah. versa. Bobby, what are you watching? I have. No, I I need a show. We we have finished our shows. We haven't had a chance to like get into a new one. So I, I'm I'm taking this under advisement here. I got one. Uh, ever heard of the show Prison Break? <laughs> yeah, that old show. This came from another uh, obvious. This is this was another feather in the cap of the obvious one. We had a roundtable of uh, similar to this favorite TV shows of all time, and Ray kicked his list off with the obvious one, Prison, Prison Break. <laughs> Bill and I had things like The Office, Seinfeld, Sopranos, Game of Thrones. You know, highly. That's how acclaimed. I started watching The Sopranos. It's because of that episode. Seinfeld. Yeah, because yeah, we. Fanta- the, the other Fuck day, you! The episode- we watched it together. You son of a bitch! We, Don't say you're fucking cool. The other day, with uh, they, I watched the episode of Seinfeld where George gets a girlfriend from prison, and he's like, "Having a girlfriend in prison's great. She's not there to check up on you. There's minimal conversation." say there's minimal competition and then when she doesn't get a parole she breaks out and meets him at his apartment <laughs> stands is one of the greatest characters of all time ray doesn't well, like science is no the fucking, greatest character of all time he has no sense of of what's good he's getting better at it but you know prison breaks his favorite show of all time so Ooh, that's all he needs to know rick and morty i'll end it on rick and morty have you ever seen rick and morty i hear a lot about it i don't do i don't watch cartoons because i'm an adult 40 Another home run, right? Uh, this or that with Chief Bobby. Running late. Very late. All right, let's hammer through this. You got it. Ham or turkey dinner? Ham. Turkey's for Thanksgiving. Ham is for Christmas. Agreed. I go turkey here. Of course you do. I just can't. You can't, can't just up. get over Thanksgiving, can you? Can't get it up. Yeah. It can't get over it. Do you go with the big dinner Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Both. Well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> My Christmas traditions have been all out of whack since uh, moving south here over the last several, several years. Uh, I don't I don't really have one. I, we would always have a Christmas day was more of a dinner, sit down dinner, I think. Yeah. Christmas Eve here. You suck, Bobby. <laughs> nope. Christmas Eve is the Christmas Eve is is the real actual holiday. I would say you just open up the presents on Christmas Day. Cool. Lots Next. of gifts or minimal gifts? Lots. 
Yeah, lots. What are we doing here? Lots what are we gifts. doing here? Why the fuck do I want minimal gifts? Fucking idiot. I know some people just need to give one gift. Jews. Get, out of, get out of my life. <laughs> Why? Well, raise on the show. Yeah. He gets eight. Yeah, I get eight crazy nights, That's bitch. True, yeah. It's one a day for eight days. Good point. Do you keep the tree or get rid of it immediately? Immediately. Get the fuck out of my house. Uh, yeah, I think ranging towards immediately, but all depending on hangover levels. Oh, of course. Of course, how you're feeling the next day, but yeah. Yeah, I no, I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting until New Year's. It's getting out like Christmas. Well, it's hangover levels day. and also like booting my wife's ass to get the ornaments off the fucking thing so I can get it out of the house. Oh, I get the kids. I go, let's go. <laughs> Put them no, in the box. I have babies. I don't have slaves yet. So you stand well, over, go. take off those cool. fucking ornaments. You know I don't like that bitch work. Take that shit off. <laughs> He's in his his gray wife beater and his goddamn boxers. <laughs> I know. I, I with want those each, stupid fucking sunglasses on. And make sure each ornament's in the proper fucking box. You know, oh, I don't have that. Me off no. the next year more than when I see the wrong ornament in the wrong box. See, that's why I can't do it because the wife gets mad that I put away wrong and they all break. And then when was the last back. time you heard a vine say, "Don't put the wrong ornament in the wrong box," huh, Bobby? Your mother. I didn't make any sense. Yeah, my dick and her in the wrong box. I have to go back and put my dick in her box. I got it, but oh. yeah, no, no, yeah. You don't have to explain no. it. It was poor. No, you had a much better mother joke at the end of last show. That was an. That was good. I kept that joke. in there. Thank you. I know. Excellent. Ryan Reynolds, that thing, I self-deprecated for the yeah. better of the show. Thank you. And my own. And you don't expense. need Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> eggnog or no eggnog? No eggnog. Fucking eggnog. Eggnog's gross. Disgusting. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. Yankee no. Swap or Secret Santa? Yankee Swap because you can take the best gift swap. out of Secret everything. Santa's Yankee stupid. Swaps are fun. Yeah. Yankee Secret Santa's dumb. I've made someone cry in my family from a Yankee Swap, and it was awesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I took the gifts that she wanted, and I fucking said, ah, 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 oh. Ah, ah. oh, really? I thought oh. you didn't, like, that's how you made her cry in Yankee Swap? You didn't just punch her in the face? No shit. Oh. <sighs> All right. Go ahead, Bobby. The Santa I made I made my cousin cry at Yankee Swap. Oh, she she wanted the present you took. No, I kicked her right in the vag. Just fucking squared her up. <laughs> she hated it. What was the gift? I don't remember, but it was something that they really wanted. Remember the remember the crying. Yeah. Does Santa give one gift or multiple gifts? Multiple, multiple. This. Santa gives one gift. What do you think? <laughs> We give the gifts. We give the presents. You get one gift from Santa. You want her to worship Santa or, or you? It doesn't make any sense. Worship me anyways. Bobby Grubbin. Bobby's Christmas sucks. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? The, the presents are still there. Fucking that doesn't tur- mean any different. Turkey. You got one present on Christmas morning. Like nothing no, else. Is, there's nothing all else the presents, to look but to. there's only one present that says it's from Santa. Daddy, not, I'm not, hungry. Not a we bunch had dinner on Christmas Eve. Santa, it's Santa, fucking Santa. Christmas. Get your own thing to eat. <laughs> also, put away the ornaments, bitch, and do it correctly. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It, not in my asshole. If this next question goes the way that I think it's going to go, Bobby, your Christmas does suck. Christmas caroling or no Christmas caroling? No. No. <laughs> Who Christmas carols? Oh, I thought he was no. going to say yes. No. no. You guys Christmas, sto- Christmas stockings, gifts in the stockings before the presents? Sounds a little something like that. No, this. after. Ooh. You go after everyone's <laughs> opened their gifts. 
Well, what are you talking? The stockings come first. It's no, the they appetizer. go last. And, and, Bobby, are you God. fucking retarded when you go do what Christmas? What the hell are you? No, you two <laughs> people are retarded. They don't come first. Yeah. They don't come last. Yes, they do. They go yeah, last. Pile on your freaking Tic Tacs and your goddamn uh, toothbrushes. That's why they the It's all the dumb bullshit in there. No, that's why it goes last. So you can be last. like, oh, all right. It's, it's like, oh, you're getting that cigarette after sex. You know, it's like, oh, all right, here we go. Yeah, here's the necessities here. Yeah, all right. All right I need this, this, yeah. Yeah. Also, again, the hangover. I'm assuming my folks were hungover at the end. They're like, oh, fuck, forgot the goddamn stocking. And then, yes, it always goes, oh, shit, I forgot this. Here we go. Unbelievable. Yeah. Whatever. Do you take a week vacation or no? No. Yes. Yeah, no. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Did you already get the days off? Well, not actually, the whole I week. I'm working Thursday and Friday, so I guess no. I'm working Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Well, that's because you're a plumber. Mm. And you're needed at this time. Mm. <laughs> no, Kathy, don't worry. You don't have to pay me. Oh, but Mr. Langevin, come on in. <laughs> I don't have the cash, so I get to use that <laughs> ass. I'm not the I'm not the host. <laughs> I, can't, I can't mute you. <laughs> All right. Bring well, I'm the surprised kids to that see Mario, Santa you, did you or not Ray, have did... him sit on some weird guy's Hold lap. on, Bobby. Ray, I'm surprised the uh, Mario Brothers was not in your quay. It, is, it did land on Netflix recently. It's in my quay because my fucking son put it on there. <laughs> Dad, is that you? <laughs> no. My daughter would be the one saying that, not my son. Oh, that's the. That's, ah, do you know what I found out? Do you know what he told me tonight? He's got hair on his balls. Good for him. All right. Good for him. <laughs> How do you break the news? When he's just like, hey, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting at dinner, just fucking yeah. bubble gums you. Yeah, <laughs> he just puts it on his plate. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Dad, I sat in gum. <laughs> I'd cry of just pure joy. Be like, that's my boy. Just one fucking straight straight hair. <laughs> you pluck it. God damn it! <laughs> now you got to start over, bitch. Start all over. See you next Christmas, boy. <laughs> yeah. Take it and slap him on the cheek with it and be like, yeah, fucking bitch. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> made my son cry. I made my son cry at Yankee like... Swap. <laughs> oh, you took, took the present he wanted? No, no I slapped his sack across his face. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> Hurry up, Bobby. We're trying to get through this. Bring the kids to see Santa or not have them sit on some weird guy's lap? Uh, no. I went to my neighbor's house. It was perfect. Walking. <laughs> had a beer in hand. Your neighbor's Santa? No, they had like every... Just a weird kids. guy that likes kids sitting on his lap. No, they had all the neighbors come down and one of the parents dress up like Santa. Perfect. Genius. Cool. Don't fucking cool me. Is that it? That's it. Okay. Uh, Simplest Minds of the Week to wrap this baby up. It's a long one because we're taking next week off. Did I tell you that yet? No, you are, but me and Bobby will be here. I'll be home. I'll be home Thursday. Oh, now Uh, all of a sudden you're going to be home. Hmm. All depends on how it goes at your mother's hopes. Can't read my own writing. My own email. Where are we? Simplest email. Oh, simplest minds of the week. 
Uh, Lakers hang their uh, in-season tournament banner right next to their 17 NBA championships. Do you think that was a LeBron move or an NBA move? NBA. NBA. You for it? I think it's dumb. I think Adam Silver wants to make the in-season tournament relevant, so that's why they're doing the banner. And then with Lakers winning, LeBron getting MVP. So, yeah, it's dumb. They they gotta know that, like, it's not gonna go over well with some of these franchises. Don't make it a banner. Make it something else. I think the hope is, is that some of these franchises that have never won a championship can actually put something in their arena. Why? How would they be good enough to win a tournament in the season and not good enough to compete for one at the end? Uh, it's the NBA can be fixed. Fair point. Uh, speaking of fix, Draymond Green started counseling. Pussy. Uh, still suspended through. This asshole doesn't need counseling. You know who said that? Shaq. I'm with him. He's seven foot tall. Of course I would be with Shaq. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that fuck. I mean, what are you getting counseling for, though? That's what I want to know. Being quit, an asshole. Quit being an asshole. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like that scene in Liar Liar where he's in the bathroom. Quit breaking the law, asshole. True. But I just don't understand. Like, how would you go to a counselor and be like, I'm just an asshole? Like, fix me? Well, he'll ask him questions about his father, and he'll be like, yeah, he was an asshole. And then they'll just go down that whole thing. Then he'll start crying about his dick cousin that took his uh, present one, one Christmas, and they'll get to the bottom of it. Do you think his father pulled out his one ball hair and slapped him across the face with it? That's possible, too. I think he had a father. <laughs> I don't know how to do the beat button. Just asking. A lot of times, you know, <laughs> when you encounter this kind well, of behavior. he has a father. Whether or not he knew him is the question. Or he's Jesus. Uh, Carolina Panthers selling tickets for 49 cents. Nice. You hear that the owner bought them all up, too, so it will go down as a sellout? I mean, chump change for him. Chump change for me. 49 cents. No, I'm saying buying up all those tickets. That's fucking chump change for the owner. I'm saying it's chump change for anybody because it's 50 cents. It's 50 cents. No, because 50 times what? how many people sit in those seats. 70,000, whatever. It wasn't 70,000 of the seats. Yeah, he bought up the seats, so it shows as a sellout. Yes, but there weren't 70,000 open seats. Like, Did you see many, what it looked like at the fucking opening of the game or 18 fine. minutes before the game? It was a lot. Fine. Whatever. Yeah, you're right. Not 70,000 so-called. You like, spent 20 grand. You don't fucking have that just fucking laying around. That's true. Thank you. So it's not jump change. Here's my favorite one of the week. Um, Tyree Kill has uh, fathered a third child this year. Within four months, he's... <laughs> He's fathered three children, three different women. Uh, this is coming from the queen. Two of his baby mamas have just filed paternity suits. No shit. Um, he reportedly has seven children, and he just got married a couple <laughs> weeks ago. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the guy uh, from Artie? Marty has like 15 he kids like 14, with 13 right? women or something. Yeah, remember there he was on the uh Oh my god, what's that fucking show on HBO? Hard Knocks? Hard Knocks and remember they were asking him to name his kids and he yeah. had a hard time you couldn't even figure out all of them. Antonio Cromarty. <laughs> Tyree Kill, my MVP. No. Oof. 3 kids in 4 months. Oh, lost sex that guy. 
Or he's just very potent. Every time he throws it in, it's a home run. It's a pre-com. Pre-com. If you have potent pre-com, mm. you're going to get her pregnant. Yeah. Certainly not bad-looking women. Some of them. Well, they're all going to be millionaires pretty soon. Yeah, they are. Yep. <clears throat> Did you have a flavor? It looks like they're all Spanish. Oh, oh. no, they don't. No. Oh, one. Oh, mm. I think, you're looking have... for his, I think you're looking for Hispanic there. Uh, yeah, probably have a couple of Draymond Greens on our hands after this. You know, the whole, <laughs> whole father thing. <laughs> Lastly here, I just wanted to pull one from the uh, the New York Post, Bobby's favorite uh, tabloid. As we Hell yes. Uh, this is just a great headline. Uh, diaper full of bullets found in traveler's carry-on at LaGuardia Airport. Uh, diaper was packing heat at the New York Airport. Always the best uh, literature here at the New York Post. An Arkansas man, go figure, was caught trying to pass through LaGuardia Airport security with a diaper, baby diaper full of bullets Wednesday morning. Officers were scanning the traveler's carry-on bag through an x-ray checkpoint when it triggered an alarm. The officers pulled the bag off the line and found a disposable diaper with heavy load inside. <laughs> They unwrapped it to find 17 9 millimeter bullets hidden in an otherwise clean underpants. Hmm. The traveler told the officers that he didn't. This was a classic Jack Jones move. Uh, the traveler told the officers that he didn't know how the ammo filled diaper got into his carry on bag before suggesting his girlfriend may have put it uh, in there. Ex girlfriend, probably now. Yeah, yeah, ex girlfriend now. Well, he probably got off. Jack Jones defense. I didn't. Yeah. Hey, it was mine. It was mine. I didn't know. I didn't know. It'd be, come on, bro. Who puts ammo in a diaper? I didn't do that shit. I'll pack my own bag. I, do. I just like. What do I think? don't pack the diaper bag, so mm. I would have that defense. Yeah. Do do you do you think I deal with diapers? No, 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 no. Mm. no not no. me, not me, no. sir. Don't even know where my kid is. Yeah. <laughs> don't even ask. Yeah, his name's Draymond. If you're looking for him, <laughs> he might be seeing a counselor right now. He does need a diaper because he's a little bitch. This has been the Simple Mind Sports Show, Friday Rewind, December 22nd. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Toodaloo. Toodaloo, motherfucker. I like, I'm glad that the longest show of the year is on Ray, is in Ray's plate to edit. Yeah, this is going to be an yeah. hour and 40 minute show. Great. It's a doozy. Yeah. Uh, all right. I got a lot to do. Me too. Your mother's ass. <laughs> <laughs>